With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Tennis in 10 podcast, day two from the U.S. Open in Flushing Meadows. My name is Ed McGrogan, as always, from Tennis.com. And we're back with another 10-minute recap of the day that was at the U.S. Open. And, you know, to be quite honest, this was a significant departure from day one in terms of really just you know, the quality and, um, you know, enjoyment of the matches. I just, I don't think this day measured up very well to day one, um, you know, between the Ash matches, the, the night session, to really across the grounds. We just didn't see that um, that same level of, of play that we saw that characterized day one would seem to be you know, from start to finish, a um, you know one of the more memorable first round intervals in the slams of of late, and you know today we had, certainly had some interesting results. You know, Dominic Tm uh, coming back to win in five sets. Steve Johnson, the newly top ranked American, he comes back from two sets down to win in five sets. Um, but if you're if you're talking kind of overall across the card, you. Uh, you see that a lot of uh, business was taken care of by the top seeds. You know, I think the, the night session typified that specifically with Serena Williams, who had that, you know, long-discussed first round with Ekaterina Makarova, um, getting through that very easily. And the same can be said for Andy Murray against Lucas Rosal, a player who he's had a history with as well. Um and getting through that straight sets without any, you know, without any worry really. And, you know, day two overall, I think uh, I w- what I would say is that if we're looking at halves of the draw and perhaps where the intrigue lies, you you could side that with the day one and what you'll see tomorrow or today when you're listening to this on day three as well. I, I do think it's a little, a little deeper half than this half of the draw here. Um, and, you know, but otherwise it's, it's a... Um, it's a suitable first round, what we might expect, and I. It, but that all that said, you know, I think we do want to go into a few matches in a little more detail. Um, thought the grandstand, the old grandstand picker today, was very interesting. Having four Australians play at once, um, not at once, four Australians among the four matches that were played there: Gavrilova, Stozer, Tomic, and Kyrgios. And you know you what you got out of that was you know from a from a a playing perspective, what you might expect um Tomich kind of going off the rails a little bit but 
following that up with Kyrgios taking a straight sets victory in spite of, you know, maybe some times of his own where he's kind of, you know, wondering why he's on this court and, um, you know, getting through that match, very strong there. Um, as it relates to Steve Johnson, I want to get back to him because Johnson will be facing Juan Martin Del Potro in the second round uh, on Thursday. And he gets through uh, his match with Don Skoy. I guess they come back from two sets down. Will face Del Potro. I think one of the more um, tantalizing day four matchups that you're going to see. You know, really, Johnson's been on the rise the whole year. Del Potro of late has been on the rise. Um, I think one of the uh, one of the more impressive, um, you know, kind of a win-win for whoever gets out of that. Uh, section of the draw for sure. Um, you know, you look at some of the other matches. We saw today, Donald Young advances in four sets. Um, you know, we can't really forget about him. He's still kind of a uh, a known quantity, of course, at the Open. Um, Stan Rink over over Fernando Verdasco uh, on Arthur Ashe Stadium, second on. Uh, Rinka threw in three sets: seven, six, six, four, six, four. Actually talked to Verdasco after today's matches, and you know the the Spaniard was you know he's certainly a veteran of the tour, still believes he can be seated at majors. That's really his his primary goal, and truthfully didn't see this straight sets result as really a, a one sided affair. He um, he felt that it was you know really came down just a few points and. Um, and Vavrinka, it wasn't as if Vavrinka played a flawless match by any means. And that's what he wanted to communicate. Um, all that said, Vavrinka threw in straight sets. Kane Shikori threw in four sets, one of the earlier matches of the day um, as well. Um, the, uh, you know, Sam Query, I think we want to mention him as well. He... You know, after that, obviously, Wimbledon victory over Djokovic. You know, it's not like the the career of San Curry has been rewritten by any means because, you know, we know who we get there, and he loses as the 29th seed to Yanko Tipsarovic. Tipsarovic, you know, could not be more of a erratic um, player. You know, he just hasn't played a lot of matches, period, given his injury history. So I think you have to look at that from Query's perspective as certainly a lost opportunity. Um on the women's side, you have Anna Ivanovic going down pretty early to Denise Aortova, 7-6-6-1. Um, we continue on. I mentioned the grandstand earlier. We want to talk about Stozer beating Camilla Georgian, one of the better first-round matches in three sets, 6-1 in the third. Um, like I said, kind of a conventional day, and it really started with Simona Halep, you know, Taking taking Kirsten Flipkins really completely out of things from start to finish was up six oh five oh win six oh four two in that match, and you know one of the, one other interesting sort of U.S. Open centered storyline to mention Eugenie Bouchard who famously you know infamous or really had that slip and fall last year in Flushing Meadows uh, she goes out in the first round this year uh, I'm sure it's uh, you know, not the tournament she wants to remember very highly of, uh, but you know, you you get that from um, a a three set win, three set loss from a player who just continuously has had struggles throughout 
uh, really this year. Just has not been able to rekindle what we saw from her in 2014. Um, you know, I, I'm really curious about where Bouchard takes her career going forward. Uh, it's a, uh, it's you know, for someone who raised two semifinals in the majors and a Wimbledon final, it's pretty amazing the drop in form that we've seen from Bouchard, and you know what that could mean for the future. We'll see. Um, you know, day three. I want to get into this just a little bit because we'll be getting right into day three. We, you know, we finished day two. You know, day one's just strong slate of uh, competitors and matches. I think you're getting more of that in day three. Wozniacki Kuznetsova second on Arthur Ashe Stadium. A battle of former Grand Slam champion, former number one, second round of the major. Um, I do, I did like how Wozniacki played against um, Taylor Townsend on Grand Slam, the new Grand Slam, a few days ago. Um, but Kuznetsova ranked number, seated number nine. Would you have guessed that? Really not that long ago. She almost is really rising up in the way that Venus Williams has in recent years to get that high seed again in spite of the age, the experience. But Kuznetsova, you know, truthfully, not to be overlooked as a contender for the major title itself. I think she takes out Wozniacki's second match on Astronaut before 1 p.m. Um, Rafa gets Andrea Seppi late in the day. Seppi famously beat Federer at the Australian Open recently. Um, Rafa looked really well against Istman in his first-round match. The more interesting men's match on Ash, Djokovic-Vesely, especially given what we saw from Djokovic um, in his prior match against Janowicz, just did not look anywhere near the clinical form that we've seen from him, from injuries and so on. I think one of the more interesting slates, though, you go to Grandstand tomorrow, the uh, the new Grandstand, so to speak. Um, Pospisil Anderson, Harrison Roundage, Harrison, very strong summer this year, including a run to the World Team Tennis title. Shelby Rogers, CC Bellis, Bellis now seemingly the you know feels like we've seen her for a few years now. We have two years. She was 15 when she won her first match at the Open. Now 17, facing Rogers, another World Team Tennis. Um, success story from this year finishes off with madison keys versus kayla day love the grandstand outfit for day three um among other matches so we'll be back the next tennis and 10 podcast after tomorrow's action day three of the us open this is ed mcgrogan for tennis.com you've been enjoying the tennis.com podcast for all the latest news and events head over to tennis.com 